The text that calls for our attention this Thanksgiving Day is our Gospel reading from Luke chapter 17, where the ten lepers cry out to Jesus, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. To be a leper in the Old Testament was a terrible thing. Not only were you infected with a disease that left much of your body open to scars and to wounds, but you were also, according to the law of Moses, required to make sure that everyone knew you had that disease. You were to wear ripped clothing as a sign. You were to let your hair grow out into a tangled mess. And if anyone got close, you were required to yell out, unclean, unclean. Of course, no one ever got too terribly close, at least not on purpose, for you were not allowed to live in the camp of the rest of God's people. Instead, you had to live outside of the camp until your uncleanness had passed, if it ever did. Leviticus 13 says of lepers, He is unclean. He shall live alone. His dwelling shall be outside of the camp. It was ten such lepers that yelled out at Jesus from afar, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Well, it's quite a short prayer. And yet think of all they were really asking for that day. They were asking that their body might be made whole, that the disease that had afflicted them for so long would finally be gone. They were asking that they might be able to return to the people of God. And they were asking that they would no longer have to live alone. They asked for mercy, and Jesus gave mercy. He sent them home, each to their local priest, to testify to the healing that Jesus was about to bring. On the way to their priest, they were each cleansed. The disease left, and with that disease went away all that stigma attached to it. For they were no longer unclean. They could return to the people of God Yes, they indeed would be living right inside the camp of God's people again. Now we're not told exactly what those other nine lepers did that day when they recognized that they were cleansed. But of course we are told by comparison what they did not do. They did not return to the one who had made them well. Only that one, only that Samaritan, turned back and glorified God with a loud voice. Only he fell at the feet of Jesus and gave thanks. You know, you and I, every day, on our way from here to there, are healed by Jesus. You know, sometimes his healing is a very simple thing. He heals our hunger with a sandwich. He heals our thirst with a drink of water. He heals our loneliness with a visit or a call from someone we love. Sometimes, though, the things he heals are much bigger in scope. The doctor says the cancer is in remission. A son returns home after a long period of discord. A loved one survives the wreck 
without hardly even a scratch. And then I suppose we could say that most of the ways that Jesus brings his healing and wholeness into our life fall somewhere in the middle of those extremes. He heals us through the lifelong companionship of our spouse or other families and friends. He removes our anxieties by filling our home with carefree little ones. He provides for our needs paycheck by paycheck or harvest by harvest. Oh yes, every day as we're going about our way in life, God is there blessing us. And truthfully, every time he does, we should turn around and we should fall at the feet of Jesus and give him thanks. With every breath of air our lungs collect, with every morsel of food that falls into our belly, with every bit of warmth our blankets give us at night, we should turn and give thanks. You know, when we hear this story of the ten lepers, we often act rather shocked at those nine lepers in our gospel reading who did not return and give thanks that day. We tell ourselves that surely if we were given such a miracle, we would return to give thanks. Of course, there's a lot of examples in our own life that might suggest otherwise. After all, there are a lot of little blessings we receive every day that we never stop and give thanks for, at least not directly to Jesus. Yes, we forget the small things. But it's not only the small things that we don't give as much thanks for as we should. There's one very big thing that we often forget to give God thanks for. There's a huge blessing that we just need to stop and give thanks for more often. For while you and I do not have a disease that requires that we live outside of the camp of God's people like leprosy, we do have a spiritual condition which places us outside of God's people if it continues. You see, God used leprosy in the Old Testament to be this vivid, ugly picture of sin. It was his way of showing what happens to a person if they continue in sin without repentance. For continuing unrepentant sin means that a person is unclean. It means that they must live alone apart from God. It means that they must dwell outside of the camp of God's people until that uncleanness goes away, if it ever does. That's why every week when we gather for worship, we essentially cry out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And thankfully, each time we do, God sends us on our way with his healing and his forgiveness. And truth be told, most Sundays we go about our way without much thanks or thought about it. Seriously, how many times do we as God's people actually stop long enough to ponder what a great gift the forgiveness of God is? How many times do we stop and think that if Jesus had not went to that cross, well, we would be unclean forever. We would live apart from God forever. We would live apart from the people of God forever. Yes, that is what would have happened had Jesus not given us this great reason to give thanks by going to the cross for our sins. But thankfully, what could have been is not what is. For Jesus did go to the cross, and therefore you are clean, clean through the blood of Christ, 
You have a right to live within the people of God in his holy Christian church. And you will not be alone. Not now and not forever. For you will always have God right by your side because of all that Jesus has done. And that is a blessing worth lots of thanksgiving. I suppose in the end there are really two things that keep us from being as thankful as we should. First, sometimes we can believe that everything we have, we deserve. You know, if we grew up with the simple things like house, food, drink, friends, and family, not to mention a lot of other good things, we often think those are sort of just the base level. It's what we deserve, not something to be thankful for. We can also come to do this in a spiritual way. For many of us, the forgiveness of Christ and a place in his body, the church, is something we've known our whole life long. And again, we can come to simply take it for granted as if that's what we have deserved, rather than that is what we have been given graciously. And there's nothing that kills thanksgiving like taking things for granted. If we think we already deserve them, we're not going to stop and thank anyone for them. The other thing that can contribute to feeling rather unthankful is when we simply forget who the source of every good gift in life is. We can come to believe that all the good gifts we have in life are ours because we earned it through hard work. We can think that when we experience a medical healing, that the real praise should go to the doctors or to modern medicine. We can think often that our spouse or our friends are around us like they are simply because of our good looks and charm. And so we often receive blessings. We think about them as blessings, but we forget who gave us those blessings. We think they came from our own work or from something else. And when we forget who is the giver of every good gift, well then we surely will not be thankful towards him. I sometimes wonder if that's what happened to the other nine lepers, that they got so excited about the blessing of being healed that they simply forgot the one who had given it to them. Surely they knew it was a good thing to be healed, but they forgot who had healed them. So today let us, gathered here together to give thanks, seek to not be like those nine lepers. Let us humbly admit that everything we have, even if we bought it with our own paycheck, ultimately comes to us as a gift from God. And let us remember always that not only those gifts, but every gift we have is from his good and gracious hand. Let us turn our hearts and our minds to our Heavenly Father, who gives us so much good. For when we turn to him and admit to him that we have not always been as thankful as we should, what does he do? But give us another reason to give thanks. He pours out on us more and more of his grace and his mercy. The blessings today are all around you. Don't take them for granted. Count your blessings. And don't take the one that gives them to you for granted either. Open your eyes. The blessings are all around you. God provides what you need for your body and for your life.
He has provided what you need to have eternal life in giving you his son, Jesus. And yes, he keeps you in that one true faith and in his holy Christian church until life everlasting. Today and every day, it's time to stop and turn back. To turn back and fall at the feet of Jesus. To proclaim how good he is to us. Jesus said to that Samaritan, Rise and go on your way. And that's really what he leaves us with this day too as we leave this service. We're to rise and we're to go on our way to the various places that God has called us. But all the while as we go, looking around and giving thanks to God for all of his many blessings. Amen. And then may that true thankfulness flow from our hearts as Jesus continues to bless us. In his name we pray. Amen.